Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is Brother Nelson. This is Praise Jesus Christ Ministries. We are going to be reading from the Holy Bible, from the first book of Chronicles. That's First Chronicles chapter 1. Um, as a disclaimer, this chapter is, is saying a whole lot of names. For some of y'all, it might seem boring, but it's very important that you don't skip over these chapters, that you don't skip over these parts of the Bible. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you, Lord. Please forgive us for our sins. Wash us, cleanse us, purify us, Lord, by your holy blood, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Please hide this word in our heart and provide the increase, O God, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So I hope you have your Bible. We are going to be reading from 1 Chronicles chapter 1. Um, I'm reading from the authorized version, otherwise known as the King James Version, the KJV. Um, if you read and write in English, I recommend that Bible version. If you read from a different Bible version, it's all good. It's not a salvational issue. Um, but this is what I'm reading from, so you know. So we're going to read it, and we're going to break down some of it, and may you be blessed by this. Amen? First Chronicles chapter 1, verse 1. Adam. Now we know Adam is the first person made, right? First man. Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalalel, Jared, Hinak, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah. Now when you break down the genealogy from Adam to Noah, from Hebrew to English, when you translate it, it's a foreshadow of Jesus Christ. It's really amazing. This is a common thing throughout the Bible. A lot of the names that are in Hebrew... When you translate them, they have a meaning. Usually they're connected to God, like God is awesome, God is great, you know. Um, when you translate the Greek names, there's also translations. And sometimes uh, this is pretty deep, and, and it, it deals with your walk spiritually. It deals with a spirit, someone that, that, that they could have on them, all types of things. So Adam to Noah is one pre, uh, it's a one foreshadow, one type of Christ pre him coming in the flesh. It's 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 telling you of the coming Messiah, which is all throughout the Old Testament, right? Verse 4, Noah, Shem, Ham, Japheth, those are his three sons. The sons of Japheth, Gomer and Magog, and Madai and Javan and Tubal and Meshech and Tyrus. And the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, and Ripath, and Togarma. I'm probably saying these names all wrong. That's not the point of us reading this chapter. The whole in reason for us to read this chapter is to understand several things when we, when we read some of these names that I'm going to highlight for you. But I also encourage you to do your own deeper study. Amen. Verse 7. And the sons of Javon, Elisha. And Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodanim, the sons of Ham. Ham is where the black people come from, dark-skinned people. Now, you have a, a, a cult. I did a teaching on this, the black Hebrew Israelites. And there's different denominations of variations, flavors, and shades of black Hebrew Israelites. And they believe that they are God's chosen people and they are the true Israelites. And... Uh, that the Israelites are the, the black and Latino people and Native Americans and the white man is the devil and the white man is uh, Esau, Esau. And they say a bunch of dumb stuff and nonsense. 
and they, they twist scripture. We know clearly um, the Egyptians were dark-skinned historically. Uh, dark-skinned people come from Ham historically. Um, but, you know, Israelites come in all different shades and colors. Uh, we I mentioned some of this in the recent teaching, uh, the Hebrew Israelite delusion. Or I also recommend you watch Made in Israel and watch the teaching that I have on the YouTube ministry channel called um, So You Want to Go Back to Egypt, the comedic delusion, talking about some other stuff. Verse 8, the sons of Ham, Cush, and Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. And the sons of Cush, Seba, Havilah, Sapta, and Reema, and Saptica. And the sons of Reema, Sheba, and Dedan. And Cush begat Nimrod, and he began to be mighty upon the earth. And Mizraim begat Ludim, and Anamim, and Lehabim, and Naphtalim, and Paphrasim, and Kasluhim, of whom came the Philistines, and Kaphtarim. Something that you'll notice, that the, the Messiah comes from the bloodline of Noah out of the bloodline of Shem. Further on down line, out of the bloodline of David, and that's why he's called the son of David. And I did a teaching talking about that. But what you'll notice is the children that are of Noah, Ham, and Japheth, out of them came these, these pagan nations. Out of Shem, you have the, the Israelites, the people who would follow the God of Israel. Not all those who call themselves Israelites or who are biologically Israelites are following the God of Israel. And that's, you have to understand that. You have to make a key distinction between that. Uh, but that's a very important thing that you, you understand. Outside of the bloodline of Christ, you have all these pagan nations. We all, though, overall, we come from Adam and Eve. This is why racism is illogical. It, it, uh, prejudice is illogical. Because biblically, we come from two people. Okay? Um Verse 13, and Canaan begat Zidon, his firstborn, and Heth, the Jebusite also, and the Amorite, and the Girgashite, and the Hivite, and the Archite, and the Sinite. Some of those nations are some of the nations that uh, the Israelites had to conquer going into the promised land. Verse 17, the sons of Shem, Elam, and Asher, and Arphaxad, and Lud, and Aram, and Uz, and Hul, and Gether, and Meshach. And our fact said, beget Shelah, and Shelah beget Eber. Eber is where we get the word Hebrew, which is uh, referring to someone who is Jewish, a Jew, a Hebrew, an Israelite. Eber is where we get the word Hebrew, you know, going back to the people coming out of Eber, out of the bloodline of Shem, out of Noah. You know, these, these are God's people, but it, it's, it's a spiritual Israel that, that we are to be. It, in today's context, New Testament, you being a biological Israelite, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Amen. That's awesome. But you need to be born again. God has called all men to come to repentance. And this is very clear in the book of Acts, uh, both Jew and Gentile. Okay. Verse 19, and unto Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, because in his days the earth was divided. That could be a reference to the Tower of Babel. That could be a reference to a whole bunch of different things. I don't really know. I wasn't alive at that time, right? And his brother's name was Joktan. And Joktan begat Almodad and Shalef and Hazar Maveth and Jera. Verse 21, Hadoram also and Uzal and Dikla and Ebal and 
Abimael and Sheba and Orphir and Havilah and Jobab, all these were the sons of Joktan. Shem, Arphaxad, Shelah, Eber, Peleg, Reu, Serug, Nahor, Terah. Abram, the same as Abraham, the sons of Abraham, Isaac, and Ishmael. See, now we're getting into some of the more familiar names for some of us. Some of you, you never heard of most of those names, but you know who Abraham is, right? Abraham, father of nations. He's the father of the faith, right? Isaac and Ishmael. Isaac was the child of the promise. In the false religion of Islam, they twist what happened historically, and they believe that Ishmael was the child of the promise. And they believe that all the other children that Abraham had, which is where they come from genetically, uh, they believe that they were of the promise and a whole bunch of stuff that they twist. Verse 29, these are their generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, uh, Nebaioth, then Kadar, and Adbil and Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Mesa, Hadad, Tema, Jeter, Nephish, Kadima, these are the sons of Ishmael. Now the sons of Keturah, Abraham's concubine, she bears Zimran and Jakshan and Midan and Midian and Ishbak and Shua, the sons of Jakshan, Sheba, and Dedan. Again, this is where uh, the Arabic people, they come out of the, the bloodline of, of Keturah, they come out of the bloodline of um, Ishmael, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but in any case, again, we all come from Adam and Eve, okay? And all men have to repent and believe in the God of the Israelites, the Jewish Messiah, okay? We can never take that away. But we know him no longer after the flesh, the Bible says. Yes, God became a man, and he's in a glorified body as as, as the God-man, Uh but he's not merely a human being. This is God. Okay? Jesus is a Lord. He's the Son of God. God manifested in the flesh, the image of the Father. Okay? Um, verse 33. And the sons of Midian, Ephah and Ephur and Hanak and Abida and Eldeel, all these are the sons of Keturah. And Abram begat Isaac. Now, this is the, the child of the promise. Amen. Isaac. The sons of Isaac, Esau and Israel. That's Jacob, right? The sons of Esau, Eliphaz and Reu and Jehush and Jalem and Korah. Uh, there's several Korahs throughout the Bible. There's the Korah in, the, in Exodus that they come against Moses, the sons of Korah. And there's, there's that's what you could do your own study on that. The sons of Eliphaz, Taman and Omar. Some of y'all think Omar is a Latino name, but it's a Bible name. <laughs> you know, for those of you who are, you know, you're with child, you're pregnant, or you're planning on having building a family, my recommendation as a Christian, as a minister in the gospel, my recommendation as a brother in Christ, give your child a biblical name, a name that honors God. Pray to the Holy Ghost. Maybe, maybe the Lord will give you a name. Amen. Uh, there's nothing wrong with your family names, but some of y'all got some. Some weird, I say weird because there's, there's, there's people that are, you know, from the hood that are named after liquor. You know, they're, they're called Alizé and Hypnotic. Like, these are these are liquor bottles. And maybe maybe some of y'all got cousins like that. But it is what it is. You know, I, I recommend you, you have a godly name. Amen? Um, if you don't got a godly name, don't feel bad. The Lord, the Lord has given you a new name. And the Lord got a new name that we don't even know about in glory. Let's keep going. 
the sons of Ruel, verse 37, uh, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, Mizah, and the sons of Seir, Lotan, and Shobal, and Zibion, and Anab, and Dishon, and Ezer, and Dishan, the sons of Lotan, Horai, and Homam, and Timnah was Loran's sister. It's crazy, you know, as you read these names, uh, this is just one chapter. You know, some of these people, they're only mentioned like one or two times in the whole Bible, but they, they were actual people. They had an actual life and they went to Abraham's bosom or they went to hell. Okay. And this applies to me and you. We are not excluded from this. You have a personal book of life and then you have the Lamb's book of life. You being saved puts your name in the Lamb's book of life. If you're, if you die in sin willfully, if you die as a lukewarm Christian, your, your name will not be in the Lamb's book of life. It will not be found there. You will be cast into hell. Death and hell will be cast into the lake of fire. You need to make sure you're right with God because the same way we're reading these names, your name is somewhere. Amen. Okay, let's keep going. Verse 41. The sons of Ana, Dishon, and the sons of Dishon, Amram, and Eshban, and Ithran, and Cheran. The sons of Ezer, Bilhan, and Zavan, and Jacan. The sons of Dishon, Uz, and Aran. Now these are the kings that reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the children of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor. And the name of the city was Dinhabah. And when Bela was dead, Jobab, the son of Zerah, and Bozrah reigned in his stead. And when Jobab was dead, Husham of the land of the Temanites reigned in his stead. And when Husham was dead, Hadad, the son of Bedad, which smote Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his stead. And the name of his city was Avith. And when Hadad was dead, Samaiah of Masrachah reigned in his stead. And when Samael was dead, Shaul of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his stead. And when Shaul was dead, Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, reigned in his stead. And when Baal Hanan was dead, Hadad reigned in his stead. And the name of his city was Pei, and his wife, his wife's name was Mehedabel. It's interesting because you know. A lot of people were married historically. When you read the Bible, it doesn't always mention their wife. Uh, it, it doesn't always mention their children. Sometimes it mentions their wife's name. You'll notice a, a common thing throughout the Bible is that it's mentioning the fathers, the husbands, the, the, the men, because your genealogy, your genes, genetically, your nationality, it comes from your father. And because the father is the head of the household, the father is, is the one who stands for the unit, for the household, for the family as a unit. And this is why God calls the family by the, the name of the father. And you'll notice that when it names the fathers, it says he begat this, 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 and that. And again, it's, it's, not, it's not really mentioning the women's names. And it's not that women don't matter. We are not misogynistic. Uh, women can get saved just like men and they should repent and get saved. And a lot of you uh, women of God are very blessed. You're very anointed. You have callings in the gospel, but you're not, let, you're not going to be called to be a head pastor. Biblically, when you read the New Testament, uh, it's a man who's supposed to be a head pastor because it's, it's the church of Christ foreshadows and, and it's a reflection of the relationship between Christ and 
and the believers and, and the same way with the husband and the wife. And this is why marriage is between a husband and a wife only biblically, a man and a woman. And the man is the head of the household. It's, it's all pointing back to Jesus. So when, when, when a woman wants to be a head pastor, it's just out of order. It's not that she's not saved. She could very well be saved, but she's out of order. Okay. Um, Women can teach, women can prophesy. Y'all might be a prophetess. I don't know. I don't know you personally. But what I do know is that God loves you and he wants to use you for his glory. Amen. Um, I lost the verse that I was at, where I was at. Okay. Um, okay. His wife's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mesabab. Mezahab, sorry. Hadad died also. And the dukes of Edom were Duke Timna, Duke Aliyah, Duke Jatef, Duke Ahoyabema, Duke Elah, Duke Pinon, Duke Kenaz, Duke Taman, Duke Mibzar, Duke Magdiel, Duke Iram. These are the dukes of Edom. That's a whole lot of names, right? I don't know the exact amount, but it's a lot of names in that chapter. A lot of you may feel like this chapter is irrelevant to your walk as a Christian. A lot of you may feel like these types of chapters in the Bible have nothing to do with your spiritual walk. And that is a lie. You couldn't be further from the truth. God would not have men write this down if it did not matter. This was inspired by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit had men write this down because it matters in your walk. It matters in your doctrine. It matters in your understanding of Christ. Everything in the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, Genesis to the book of Revelation, the first to the last book, it all points to Jesus the Christ. Somewhere in here, I already showed you a few places, it's, it's starting to show you it's pointing to Jesus. When you get to the New Testament, and you read in, I believe it's Luke and, and one of the other gospels, it mentions the genealogy again. Because it's all about Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. I pray that you were blessed by this. I pray that you're encouraged to not skip over these chapters and read it out loud. You might mess up on the names just like I did, but read it out loud. You know, we owe God that. This is this is our reasonable service. We're supposed to live holy. We're supposed to be reading the Bible and get to know him, have intimacy with the Lord. Love his word, even this part of this word of his word, you know, you shouldn't be like, oh, I love the Bible, but this chapter right now, I'm, I'm good. I don't like that part of the Bible. Who are we to tell God that we don't like this part that he wanted to show us? What if he's showing you some deeper things? Like, remember the genealogy of Adam to Noah. What if you translate some of these names and you look at the genealogy and there's a different hidden revelation of Christ. There's a different, uh, amazing thing that God wants to show you. This is where you being a student, a disciple, you being diligent and studying the word comes into play. No one's going to do that for you. Your pastor is not going to study the word for you. Other believers won't study the word for you. This is something you have to do on your own. You are held individually accountable to study and show yourself approved. Besides, if you really love Christ, it's, it's a great thing to want to study, to get to know him, to go deeper into his word. There's so many things that are hidden. There's so many different revelations. Don't, get, don't be all amazed about the revelations and then be living like a devil, though. You, you need to be living holy. And 
as a byproduct of you living holy, you know, you simply loving Christ, you'll get this understanding, you'll get these revelations. Um, I think I said a lot. I really hope this blessed you. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this time to go through your word. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for having men write this down. We don't take it for granted. We cherish your word. It is holy. It is special. Blood was shed for this. Not only of your blood, Lord, the most important, pure blood, but blood of other men to get this translated into English. And we don't take that for granted. We ask that you have mercy on us. We ask that you help us to to live for you and seek your face and help us as we seek your face, as we receive revelations of of different things in the Bible that point to you, that we wouldn't simply forget it, that that it wouldn't be in vain for naught, for nothing. But Lord, let it rather grow. Let, Let it help us grow in our edification, help us grow in our love towards one another, which is a reflection of our love towards you. We thank you, God, for this time to go in your word. And I thank you. You need prayer. Um, we do have local uh, services here at Praise Jesus Christ Ministries in the Northeast Indiana area. If you would like to fellowship, reach out. If you need deliverance, reach out. Um, maybe we can help you. If you're led by God, reach out. Um, we're, we're not here to waste anyone's time, especially our own. We're not here to debate with you back and forth about nonsense, about genealogies and science so-called. And we're not, we're not, we're here to redeem time. Okay. People are going to hell and we're trying to save souls. We're trying to win souls. Overall, God does the saving. Amen. We're trying to do his will and and to just serve him and live a holy life and, and make it in. And we pray that you do the same. We really pray that you do the same. Shalom.